Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to the podcast. In this session, we will cover chancroid female infection. Chancroid is a bacterial sexually transmitted infection caused by Haemophilus ducreyi. It is characterized by painful, necrotizing genital ulcers that may be accompanied by linguinal lymphadenopathy. It is highly contagious, but still a curable disease. Chancroid was once highly prevalent in many areas of the world, but collaborated efforts in increasing social awareness and subsequent changes in sexual practices, along with improved diagnosis and treatment options, have eradicated chancroid as an endemic disease in industrialized countries. Now, in 2000, the proportion of chancroid among genital ulcerative diseases decreased from 69% to 15%. Nonetheless, the presentation of chancroid is still popular in standardized national exams, and so we're covering it here. Chancroid is a subclass of sexually transmitted genital ulcerative diseases that are of worldwide concern owing to their role as cofactors in the transmission of HIV. Ulcerative STDs penetrate the skin of the external genitalia, colonize the subcutaneous tissue, and produce tissue damage causing ulceration. Skin abrasion and microtrauma is necessary to penetrate normal skin. The disruption of the mucosal barrier increases the risk of HIV access to the bloodstream and inflammatory cells and serves as a focus for bacterial and viral shedding. Haemophilus ducreyi is a small gram-negative facultative anaerobic bacillus that's highly infective. It is pathogenic only in humans with no intermediary environmental or animal host. H. ducreyi enters the skin through disrupted mucosa and causes a local inflammatory reaction. It produces a cytocidal distending toxin that appears to be responsible for its destructive effects. Haemophilus ducreyi is transmitted sexually by direct contact with purulent lesions and by auto-inoculation to non-sexual sites like the eye and other parts of the skin. The organism has an incubation period of one day to two weeks with a median time of five to seven days. The disease typically begins as a small inflammatory papule at the site of inoculation, but within days, this papule may erode to form an extremely painful, deep ulceration. Now, without treatment, the lesions may last weeks to months, and complications such as superative lymphadenopathy are more likely. 
All right, now that we've covered that, let's go deeper into the presentation. Patients present with extremely painful superative ulcers that may be single or multiple. The infection begins as a papule, which quickly progresses to a pustule and then subsequently an ulcer. An asymptomatic carrier state is common among women. It is more common to diagnose chancroid in women than in men. In women with lesions of the vulva, vagina, or cervix, the chief symptom may be dysuria or dyspareunia, and it might be overlooked as a typical lower urinary tract infection. That's why women with persistent symptoms of a UTI should be examined. They may also have a higher incidence of resolution after papule formation without ulcer formation. Painful inguinal lymphadenopathy with subsequent ulceration, usually unilateral, develops in about 50% of patients within one to two weeks. All right, now in terms of the physical exam, and here's where most of the standardized tests for OBGYN focus their attention on, the lesions of chancroid are often termed a soft chancre because it is not indurated as opposed to the indurated syphilitic chancre. The lesions begin as erythematous tender papules that become pustular and then erode to form this extremely painful and deep ulcer with soft, ragged margin. So those are your key pearls. It is a soft ulcer that is ragged margins and it is deep. The ulcer base is composed of easily friable granulation tissue and it is covered by a malodorous yellow-gray exudate. Ulcers may be single or multiple and there may be as many as 10 ulcers which have been reported in a single patient. Okay, so now we have to distinguish this ulcer from something else that has an ulcer like lymphogranuloma venarium or syphilis. Now, classically with syphilis, which again was covered in a different podcast, there is a single, firm, painless, non-itchy skin ulceration with a clean base and sharp borders. Remember that chancre is a ragged bordered, deep and painful ulcer. Now, we have to clarify the ulcers of chancroid and syphilis from lymphogranuloma venarium, a different bacterial infection that also causes ulcerative disease, but this is caused by serovars of chlamydia trachomatis. Lymphogranuloma venarium may begin as a self-limited painless genital ulcer that occurs at the contact site about 3 to 12 days after infection. The secondary stage most often occurs about 10 to 30 days later, but it can present up to 6 months later. The infection spreads through the lymph nodes through the lymphatic drainage pathway. The most frequent complication of this is swelling of those nodes in a condition called climactic buboes. Painful lymphadenopathy is also characteristic of LGV, just as it is with chancroid. But then there's granuloma inguinal. This causes painless, progressive ulcerative lesions without regional lymphadenopathy. These lesions are highly vascular with a characteristic beefy red appearance. That's a clinical pearl. Granuloma inguinal is caused by a different bacterium which presents with a beefy red appearance appearance, and that bleeds easily on contact. Remember that granuloma inguinale, also known as donovanosis, is a bacterial disease caused by Klebsiella granulomatis, which was formerly known as Calimetobacterium granulomatis. 
Okay, well, now that we've covered that, let's get back to Haemophilus ducroi. Let's come back and talk about laboratory studies and which tests are helpful, if any at all, and how to make the definitive diagnosis for this condition. No laboratory testing is available to immediately confirm the diagnosis of chancroid. A definitive diagnosis of chancroid is based on isolation of H. ducroi on special medium, but these tests are not readily available in most centers. In addition, lesion culture is inaccurate owing to the fastidious nature of this organism with a sensitivity of less than 80%. Now, the role of PCR in rapid detection of H. ducroi is promising and it's still evolving, but not not yet currently available. Needle aspiration or incision and drainage are still recommended though for buboes that are fluctuant and tender. Now buboes here is a general term for swollen superative lymph nodes. As with other abscesses, incision and drainage may be a superior technique for preventing abscess recurrence than simple needle aspiration. Treatment should be started as soon as the diagnosis of chancroid is suspected on clinical grounds owing to the lack of appropriate fast and sensitive lab test. Appropriate treatment of chancroid cures the infection. It reduces complications and prevents transmission. According to the CDC, the treatments are as follows. Zithromax, 1 gram orally as a single dose or ceftriaxone, 250 milligrams IM as a single dose, or erythromycin base, 500 milligrams TID for seven days, or Cipro, 500 milligrams PO twice daily for three days. Azithromycin and ceftriaxone as a single dose treatment have the advantage of observed compliance. Ceftriaxone is the preferred treatment of choice in pregnant women. Sexual partners of patients with chancroid should be examined and treated regardless of the presence of symptoms if they have had intercourse with the infected patient within 10 days preceding the onset of symptoms. All right, as we wrap up this podcast on chancroid, here's a quick review on the presentation of genital ulcers for STIs. Remember, there's only two categories here, painless genital ulcers or painful. If it's painful, the diagnosis is either herpes or chancroid. If the ulcer is painless, there's three possibilities. It is either donovanosis, which was, remember, granuloma inguinal, or syphilis, or lymphogranuloma venarium. Once again, painless ulcers are either donovanosis, which is granuloma inguinal, syphilis, or lymphogranuloma venarium. Now, donovanosis, which was granuloma inguinal, has no lymph adenopathy. Regarding the painless ulcers that have lymph adenopathy, there's painless lymph adenopathy with syphilis, but painful lymph adenopathy with lymphogranuloma venarium. So let's do that again. Genital ulcers are either painless or painful. If they're painful, the diagnosis is either herpes or chancroid. Painless ulcers are either donovanosis, granuloma inguinal, syphilis, or lymphogranuloma venarium. If there's no lymphadenopathy, the diagnosis is donovanosis. If there is lymphadenopathy and it's painless, then the diagnosis is syphilis. But if there's painful lymphadenopathy, even though the initial ulcer was 
painless. That's lymphogranuloma venarium. So remember, LGV presents as a painless genital ulcer, but a painful lymphadenopathy. All right, that wraps up our quick review of chancroid caused by Haemophilus ducrae. We'll see you next time. Thank you.